Welcome to Random Rambling and Rhetoric with TJ Mercer. That's my TT. And it's all powered by the Samsung Notes. Now, here's my TT. I just loves me some porta potties, said no one ever. I don't know about you, but the ickiest thing on the planet is when I am forced to use a porta potty. I try to hold my bladder until the last possible minute. And what about nasty public restrooms? Ew, public restrooms plus kids. Parents, what do you do as soon as you take them to a public bathroom? You make them hold up their hands and forbid them to touch anything. Then you get in the stall, there's no toilet paper or seat cover, you handle your business, come out, and then there's no soap or paper towels. Lord, how much of Jesus is just not a good situation all around. Fortunately, though, fortunately, there's the restroom kit, a full bathroom solution the size of a lightweight deck of cards. A deck of cards, y'all. I keep one in my purse all the time just because it's complete with a full patented oversized toilet seat cover, enough toilet paper to cover the essentials, plus wet wipes for your tushy and your hands. The restroom kit is a don't leave home without a necessity for your road trips, you going camping, the beach, festivals, basically any restroom that ain't yours. Even that friend of yours who's cleaning is not their strong suit. You know what I mean. So pop on over and visit therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. And when you use the code RAMBLINGS, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-S, you will get 15% off your purchase. So stop going to the bathroom without the full protection you need. Go get the restroom kit at therestroomkit.com. Hey, hey, it's TJ, your friendly next door neighbor shenanigan storyteller. And uh, we're doing our thing. We're on our walk. So listen, I was listening. Oh, I was, uh, yeah, I was listening. It was yesterday. I was listening yesterday to this amazing sermon by a pastor, Michael Todd out of Oklahoma, I think. Don't, don't quote me on that. I think he's out of Oklahoma. But there was a part of his message that just really struck me because he was coming from the aspect of when David, the little shepherd boy, decided he was going to take a stand against Goliath. He approached the king, Saul, and Saul decided he'd just get, let this little runt get, you know, go for a run it because David showed up bold and like, I can take him. <laughs> I don't know what the rest of y'all standing around here doing, but what I'm not going to do is allow this uncircumcised Philistine, as he said, um, come through and basically make mockery of my God. So he was willing to take a stand even though Goliath was like eight feet tall. Now, scripture says that Saul tried to give him his battle armor. But David had been out in the field for years as a shepherd boy tending to flock 
So he was used to just fighting with his slingshot. He was used to protecting his flock, you know, from lions and tigers and bears and whatever else out there with, you know, his slingshot. So when Saul, you know, and get, get the image in your mind's eye, <laughs> when Saul hands David his armor and David puts it on, it's like, yo, I can't even move. I can't even, I can't even do anything. <laughs> you're, 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 you're hindering me. You're stifling me. You are, um, you are trying to turn me into something I'm not. You are trying to get me to go into battle your way. And the point that the pastor was making in the sermon is you got to do you, boo. You got to do you. And I remember the moment where I settled on I'm going to do me. I'm not going to be I'm not going to try to deliver, you know, how I deliver my 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 talks, how I show up. You know, I'm, I, I have to be full TJ because here's here's what you have to understand. I was married to a man who tried to actually take my light, literally tried to kill me. And everything that draws people to me now is the exact thing that he actually tried to take from me. He was always calling me corny and enter, you know, and weird and into weird stuff. And it was just because I wasn't into necessarily the things he was interested in. And I just have I've always had this what some have described to me as this childlike naivete about how I look at life. And sometimes my Pollyanna-esque ways drives people crazy because I'm always trying to look for the good in people. I'm trying to give people a, you know, a second, third, fourth shot. Sometimes that gets me in trouble because they don't understand that don't get it twisted. <laughs> I will eventually fight you back, but I'm, I'm gonna actually allow you to change your ways. I'm gonna allow you to redeem yourself. And that's just the way I approach life. And, and I live life out loud and I celebrate and I get excited about things and I don't try to adult my way down. <laughs> when I'm excited, you're gonna know. <laughs> if you've listened to me even through these episodes, when I get excited, you're gonna know. <laughs> um, so that message resonated with me and it's the, it's the one thing that I try to teach my clients of Media Mavericks Academy. And if, you, you, if you're not aware, I'm just bringing you up to speed. My day job right now is that I am a media coach. I'm the chief noisemaker of Media Mavericks Academy. It's basically where I teach authors, subject matter experts, uh, entrepreneurs, coaches, how to actually do media and book themselves sometimes without being a celebrity and without having a publicist. And one of the things, my first tips, my first drill out of my Mavericks is you don't, you are not a psychologist who happens to be XYZ, enter your name. You are not a child parenting expert who happens to be named Tara Kennedy Klein when you do your interviews. It's the opposite. You show up being Tara Kennedy Klein who happens to be a parenting expert. You show up being Lynn Hurdle Price 
who happens to be a conflict resolution strategist. Your personality does not get thrown out the window because of your expertise. And I teach my clients, you don't show up as who you think they want you to be. You show up who you are. So no matter what interview, what style interview I do, I'm always going to show up as TJ Mercer first, who happens to be a beast of the media streets, who happens to be a publicity expert. Because here's the thing, what I learned this morning, this is what really inspired me doing the podcast, this episode right now, is I was watching, I went on Instagram and caught a video of Will Smith, you know, the old school rapper, parents just don't understand, get jiggy with it, you know, I think he's an Oscar nominated actor, I'm not sure if he actually won Oscar yet, but for, you know, Muhammad Ali, like his, his, his resume is impressive and he started out as a rapper from Philly the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was his first acting gig to my knowledge and so sometimes I read the comments just so that I can just read the comments so you you can find out a lot about the temperature of our nation if you just go into the comments sometimes it can depress you so you can't stay there and read all day but I do go read comments, especially, you know, on celebrity comments, because I'm just curious as to what people have the unmitigated gall to say to people. So Will had posted a short clip of, I guess, what would be his new single, his new album. He's back rapping. And, you know, I can't say I'm a hip hop head. I'm not a good judge of good hip hop or not, because I've never been, you know, totally into hip hop like that. If it got a good beat, I'm good. So uh, that's not my point, but it sounded good to me. You know, I could understand everything he was saying. I was liking his flow, but good morning. However, you know, I'm reading a comment. It was one comment that just kind of stood out to me. And it was like, yeah, you should just stick to acting. And just something about that is what triggered the memory of the sermon that I, I listened to yesterday. Because I'm like, I remember when Will first started, you know, and he's breaking out of his shell of being a rapper, going into acting. People were like, yeah, you should just stick to being a rapper. Now he getting this other end. Yeah, you should just stick to being an actor. And I just remember having a moment of you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. So do you. <laughs> it, it, it really just boils down to, well, first of all, the people who commented don't have nowhere near the resume that you have. So let's just let's start there. But once we get past that, it's like, dude, y'all ain't gonna be happy regardless. You're gonna tick somebody off regardless. You ain't gonna, somebody ain't gonna like it. Somebody gonna hate it. Somebody gonna love it. No matter what you do. So you might as well just do you. So I, I own my corniness. I own my offbeat sense of humor. I own, you know, when I, when I teach from the word of God, you know, I always put out a disclaimer 
that I'm not the type that I don't dissect and study the Hebrew and the Greek. You know, I read several versions and I just let the word just come to me visually. And that's what I teach from. I tell the word from a storytelling point of view. And so I remember at first I was uncomfortable, you know, because I felt like, well, if I'm going to be, you know, teaching from God's word, I should be. And it's like, no, that's not how God built me. God built me to reach the people that I reach. God built me to reach people how I speak, how I talk. God built me in such a way, and I will, I'll never forget it. My first book, 40 Days to 40, Life Lessons from the Ramblings of My Unfiltered Thought. Sherry Shepard, who used to be one of the co-hosts of The View, did this amazing video testimonial. And she said to me, when she read my book, it freed her from having to talk to God in such a formal way. She had always been praying in the, in the thee and thou's and oh heaven, you know. And after reading my book and hearing how God and I get down, she realized she could just talk to him. And for, th- for me, that moment was a, also a confirmation that this is who I am. This is how I do what I do. This is how God built me. And that's what I'm going to do. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Stop trying to be like someone else. Now, understand me. There are certain people whose fingerprints you'll definitely see on me. You, you know, because I train under them, I sit under them, I study under them. That's just kind of like, you know, you hang around me long enough, you'll start seeing Wanda Jean come out of me, my mom. And so... You know, you'll see my coach Lisa Nichols fingerprint on me. You'll see my pastor Donald Bell fingerprint on me. Heck, if I'm really honest, I love Cat Williams, the comedian Cat Williams. He is a fantastic storyteller. So I study him. So in essence, sometimes you may see Cat uses his whole body to tell a story. That is me. But I'm not trying to be them. I'm born being fooling me. When I coach my Mavericks, I tell them up front, listen, I'm not interested in making a TJ clone. I'm just interested in making, making sure you have a fingerprint that looks like mine. You belong to me. So I want my fingerprint on you. That's it. Because I know my fingerprint is coming from good stuff. My fingerprint is coming from good expertise. My fingerprint is coming from good background knowledge. So like I said, Stop trying to put yourself in a box to conform to someone else's standards. Stop letting people, you know, shake you from what you're supposed to be doing because at the end of the day, they ain't going to be happy. You show up delivering what you have to deliver. You show up loving how you need to love. You show up being who God created you to be and just do you, boo. I promise you, I promise you that it will serve the person that God has called you to serve. I'm not interested. You know, I have people who do the same thing that I do in my lane. To my knowledge, I'm the only one with my background, with my, my, my street cred, who's actually doing it. But there are people who get results for their clients. But I, they, I ain't shading them. I don't want to be who they are. I ain't jealous of them. Because here's what I know. The people that want to play with them, play with them. 
the people that want to play with TJ, play with TJ. We have two separate approaches of how we get down. And I'm solid with that. I want that for you. I really do. I want that for you. And just have an attitude. Love it. Love me or not. This is who I'm showing up to be. This, I remember when I first started coming into the entrepreneur space, a well-meaning friend, because I was always posting the next thing that was exciting that was happening to me. And a well-meaning friend said to me, you know, you need to back up kind of on your overexcitement of everything that's happening new. And I had to actually correct her a bit because, good morning, I had to correct her a bit because I told her, listen, I'm not ever going to make anything that God does common for me. <laughs> I love surprises. He knows that about his kid. So I believe that God delights in surprising me. I believe, I visually see in my mind's eye, when God knows he get ready to have someone make a phone call that's going to blow me away, or he's going to open up a door of opportunity that's just going to catch me so off guard, I believe he goes, yo, Jesus, Paul, Matthew, Peter, come on. I'm getting ready to tell such and such to make that phone call to TJ. You know how she get when she, when she gets our surprises, watch her. And I believe they watch me with delight of knowing that they've done something that has made me happy. So yes, I'm gonna celebrate it. Yes, I'm gonna be out there talking about it. Yes, I'm gonna post about it because that's who I am. I love and live out loud. If you are an introvert, if you are not that type and that's who God built you to be, so be it. I always, tell, I always think when I think about getting married again, and who I imagine God to pair me with, I know it has to be a man who probably is not as out there over the top extra as I am because God is gonna need him to be the string to my helium balloon. That he's not gonna allow me to get so far, so crazy, so out there in my imagination that I'm floating out to outer space, rather, it's someone that's going to be that calming presence around me. It's someone that's going to be the person that is comfortable with. Good morning. It's going to be the person that is comfortable with letting me be as out there extra over the top as I am. But he's comfortable in his own skin to know he's called to hold me down. And not hold me down in a bad way, you know what I mean. Hold me down, like hold the family down, hold the household down. You know, he's called to just hold it down. And so I used to actually like kind of dim and shrink a little bit around men because thinking like, okay, you know, I'm going to be too much for them and they think they can't handle me. And it's like, no, because I can't keep this contained even if I tried. I can't keep this bottled up if, if I tried. So why I'm going to fake the funk and then get into a marriage and be miserable when he has to meet the real me that no longer can contain her excitement of how she lives life and her exhilaration for 24 hours a day. I can't control that and can't contain it. So no, let me just be who I am and trust the right man to show up that God is going to put the right man in front of me. Like, yeah, you, 
she yours. You got to handle all of that. And you got to handle all of that without trying to dim her. You got to handle all of that by being okay with perhaps being in the background sometimes. You got to handle all of that when she don't even want to be, you know, quiet. You're going to have to learn how to communicate with her in such a way that, babe, it's time for you to settle down, recharge. It's time for you because you're getting a little too out there. You're over-extenuating yourself. I need you to take a chill pill and chill. He has to be comfortable enough to do that. So, that's my heart. Just do you. Somebody will be happy one way or the other. So you might as well be, going, be the one that's going for the happiness and the joy of your own life. All right? That's what I have for you. And uh, go and do what we normally do. Go out. Make God smile. In my case, I'm going to make him laugh. And don't you forget to subscribe, review, and share. Bye. Well, that's it. Hopefully you enjoyed what my TT shared with you. And like she always says, let's go out and make God smile. And don't forget to hug somebody. It's T2 Mercer signing off now. See y'all later.